Welcome to Truly Creepy with Brittany and Sarah. Hello. Hi. How are you, oh, all things considered? It's been a week. Yeah, it seems like it. I'm channeling my inner you Christine wine. from, and that's why we drink with my glass of wine. Exactly. That's all you need. And I can't wait to hear you that's pronounce you a lot of words. I'm already just apologizing. I'm going to butcher these. Should have had your stepdad and... on to um, tell us how they're pronounced. I really should have. Next time. Because he's probably going to be, he's going to be shaking his head and probably laughing when he hears. Your mom's going to play I the episode. butcher these. <laughs> he's going to be like, <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's just going to go, oh no, <laughs> I need to give her some lessons. All right. So the Island of Dolls or Isla de las Buencas. I think that was pretty good. That is the, uh, yeah, thank you. I've been practicing for about 20 minutes. I just sat here and listened to a voice so I could say it over and over again. I mean, de las that's coming from someone whose only other language than English is German. So yeah, I mean, you know, it sounds as good as it's going to get for someone who I haven't said anything in Spanish other than counting numbers with the kids since high school so it was good i think that was pretty good so yes island of dolls it is in mexico city mexico it is on the ancient aztec canals of xochimilco oh god see here we go xochimilco yeah yeah that's it xochimilco it's spelled X-O-C-H-I-M-I-L-C-O, so it looks really weird, but it's Xochimilco. Okay. I think. I'm probably butchering that, but that's something that's about how it's... Anyways, it's an ancient Aztec canal. People tend to not like to be on these canals and travel down them because they feel that there's a bad energy, and they also feel that this bad energy comes from the dolls. And that these dolls seem to lure them to the island itself. The way that this island came about, though, was it's an island. It's actually called a Chinampa, which is a man-made floating garden. And it was actually created by the Aztecs. Okay. And in the 1950s, kind of interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Man-made little floating island, which also kind of creeps me out because it's like, what is it made of? Like, I would feel like... At any time, I could just fall through a hole. Yeah, it's... It was just this weird, like, floating thing. That does that does creep me out. Like, man-made lakes creep me out. Yeah, very weird. In the 1950s, Don Julian Santana Barrera was persecuted for being overzealous in his religious beliefs, which I'm not quite sure what that means. But sounds pretty standard. I feel like <laughs> if it was... It was, that's what I was going to say. Like, if it was in 2022, that probably wouldn't have happened. <laughs> True. But back then, he got persecuted for it. And for some some reason, when this happened, he decided to, like, pack up and leave. And, like, leave his wife and his children and, like, move to this island. And no one knows why. He just kind of that's weird. packed up and left. So, yeah, really weird. It said that Don Julian discovered 
the body of a young girl off the shore of the island and he was so overcome with grief because he wasn't able to save her that he just I mean he got he got really really sad and he just couldn't bear it that he wasn't able to save her so just and it also does he know who this girl is no it was just like some random girl like he literally he literally was just walking around on his island and he went to this little part of the canal and he just found this body of a little girl who was around they say around like six but they never like figured out who she was in the river there was no body there's there was not a body ever like recovered from this it's all kind of legend that he imagined the weird part a body. about all of this is that he still he still had contact with his family like he still kept in contact with like his nephews and like his family which is weird to me that you're gonna just move to this island but then like still talk to all your family. I don't I don't understand that part. I guess he like told his family that he found the body of this little girl and he was just like really upset because he couldn't save her. But no one's ever seen the body. He didn't like call the cops? No, like nothing. Like there's there's no actual report. There's no body. Like he literally could have just been cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs it and made up like that it. he saw this body. It states that where the little girl was found a little bit after that, a doll appeared and was floating in the same spot where her body was recovered. But the thing okay. about that is, is that he has the doll. The doll is still on the island. So the body was never recovered, but the doll is still on the island. I mean, but he could have just found a doll so, anywhere. Exactly. So I don't know if that's something where like he just was going crazy. And so he made up this whole story. And he just like found a doll to try to prove like, oh, look, yeah, look, here's a doll. It was probably hers. Or if he really did. I mean, I don't know. I would feel the true crime in me feels like if there was a body of a girl, because the only way to get to this island, even still today, you have to take like a plane to Mexico City and then ride on like a bike trolley to go to this dock and then get on the dock and then ride on these like really sketchy boats and go through these canals to get to the island. So if so there was where a would little she girl have even come from? and she floated <laughs> from where you get on this boat like outside of Mexico City would be my guess. So I mean she's having to float a while to get down this. So in my mind... I don't know what her body would have looked like being in the water for that long. I mean, I'm assuming weird, not pretty good. The weird thing to me is that he like didn't call the cops or anything. Yeah, I mean, or like if you're that distraught about Yeah. Like how can you be that distraught if you didn't like oh, like I couldn't save her like okay, she might have been passed away, but I feel like if you really wanted to save her, you might would have like called someone to maybe help yes. or i mean again but you're on it's the 50s it's the 50s and you're in the but middle if he's of this communicating canal I mean, with this how family, long would it have taken you like well yes and i'll get i'll get into that a little bit later as to how how that all works but i mean i i feel like not that much time would have gone by as to when he found it to where he was like telling someone what happened yeah. I just I don't know. I think it's weird that nobody was like ever found. That just it's well, like just, why it's, wouldn't his family something's like, off about that? Tell the cops when he told them about it. Like something it something's not adding up. I'll let yeah, you something, continue something's on with the not story. adding up there. 
it's it's yeah it's really weird i don't know i don't know what what happened with that i mean it's weird to me in itself that when he got persecuted that he just like up and left his wife and family but then also still kept in contact with them that's just a little odd yeah. to me yeah it is weird so so yeah so he he found he found the doll and it was apparently in the same spot as to where her the little girl's body was discovered again we don't have a name we have no idea who this little girl is julian thought that the doll probably belonged to the little girl so he hung the doll up in a tree on the island now there are some speculations for his reason for doing it but the top three reasons that people think is that he hung it up to honor the girl's spirit they think that he might have hung it up to honor her spirit kind of like a memorial to her people think that he also hung it up to appease the spirit and to protect himself which i don't know why you would need to protect yourself from a girl spirit and then the other reason why they they think he might have hung it up was to protect her spirit in the afterlife from demons like he was trying to protect her like that doll is carrying demons <laughs> it's creepy yeah i i don't know i part of me thinks like that he didn't find a girl drowned Part of me thinks that that it was just that it was just a demon period because a lot of times demons will present themselves as children or yeah and more particular a little girls mm-hmm. like in the sally house and yeah. because they're innocent and people don't really think of them as like having unfinished business that's going to make them all angry and mad so they kind of mask themselves as that so then you allow it in because you think it's a little girl when in reality is something a lot more malevolent so part of me thinks that maybe he didn't find a girl's body it just so happened that a demon was around so the existence has never been confirmed they'd have this doll though they're not quite sure why he hung it up in the tree but he did. He didn't stop at just one doll. He started to collect more and more and more dolls. And it didn't matter what they looked like. If they had no body, he would still hang them up. If they were missing an no. arm, he would hang them up. If they were covered in no. dirt and grime, he'd hang them up. If no. they were missing an eyeball, he'd hang them up. It didn't matter. No, thank you. It, yeah. It didn't matter what it looked like. If it was some sort of doll he'd hang it up there's a really creepy mickey mouse that he has on the island that's just like out of horror movies so he felt like the more dolls that he hung up the more protected he would be from the spirit which is what also leads me to believe that it is some type of demon because if it's presenting itself with a little girl and he's scared of it it would make sense to hang up dolls like oh if it's just this evil little girl if i hang up dolls maybe she'll really like them and she'll like leave me alone People caught wind of him, you know, in the town collecting all these dolls and they used it to their advantage and they started trading dolls for the produce that he was growing on this island. So he was still growing bunches of different vegetables and instead of taking money for him, people would literally just bring him more and more dolls and he would trade them and that's just a whole nother so level of crazy i think <laughs> so i know weird. so crazy so people close to him like his his family and his friends 
believed that an unseen force was driving him to do this, which is why he became so obsessive. So at one point, they really thought that he was getting like possessed by whatever was there. And it was just like more dolls, more dolls, more dolls. And he just like in Amityville when just completely took over them and they got completely obsessed with these things mm-hmm. it, it was like that with him it just consumed every part of him to the point where like he wasn't even working on the garden anymore and his nephew was coming to help him and all he wanted to do was get these dolls to the point where he hung up the dolls for 50 straight years while in isolation that's insane so for 50 years he was finding dolls himself and trading for these dolls. I don't know how many dolls are actually on the island, but I'll put some pictures up on Instagram and Twitter and, and some videos and stuff on Patreon. But I mean, there's hundreds, hundreds of dolls. I think I've seen this pictures This actually of this. brings us up. Yeah, there's quite a bit of pictures of this on the internet because it's just so peculiar. People really don't know what to make of it. So he did this for 50 flipping years, which brings us into 2001. So what is that? Oh, God, 21 years ago. Jeez. So 2001, when the collecting of the dolls just came to an end, just stopped just abruptly just wow and it's over what happened it says julian's nephew anisagio went to the island to help plant some pumpkins which again to me is weird that he completely moved to isolate himself because of this but he still kept in contact and like they just like went to visit him like he's like next door neighbor you know just do a little boat ride to this weird island where he isolated himself and still do family activities like planting pumpkins I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. Anastasio came back from working in the garden and found his uncle's body floating in the canal in the same spot that he said the girl was found and where the doll was. Oh, that's creepy. That's crazy. (laughs) It's one heck of a coincidence. The thing about it was... Right. So again, we don't really know if that's where the girl's body was found because there was no because it doesn't body exist to to show of. But that's where he said, yeah. So that's where he said that the body was, and that's where he says that he found the doll, and that's where his body was eventually found by his nephew. There's a lot of speculation. People going, oh, oh, the spirits they pushed him in and he drowned, but that's not true. He was 80 years old at this point. I mean, I was going to say, he'd been doing it for 50 years. (laughs) Yeah, he was 80 when this happened. And his nephew is still alive today and still does interviews and still lives on the island. I don't know if it's all the time, part-time, whatever, but... um, I wouldn't want to live there. In like 2015, 2016, like he was still on the island. Okay. And he said that his uncle had a heart attack. And because he had the heart attack, he just happened to, like, fall into the water. Yeah. So he didn't drown. He just, he had a heart attack and he passed away. I mean, he could have, like, had the heart attack and then fallen in the water and then, like, he drowned, but he also had had a heart attack. Yeah. I mean, he could have just collapsed from just the heart attack itself and then landed in the water and then eventually It could have just been an unfortunate situation. There's a lot of different (laughs) scenarios. 
Ex exactly. And so the, the fact that he had a heart attack is the main reason as to why it happened. So like I said, Anastasio moved to the island after his uncle's death. And I have in my notes, it says he's, he's still alive and living on the island as of five years ago. So I'm not quite sure on how that is today. But he says that the dolls move their heads and whisper to each other, which no. <laughs> yeah. That's just that's, creepy. It's weird. In itself. <laughs> and that's like, and that's like all the time. Like that's not even like a, a nighttime thing. Like you could just be walking around the island during the day and like the doll's head will move and you can hear no. them like talking to each other. No. You know how much I hate dolls. <laughs> I know. But it gets worse. At night, you can hear a girl's voice coming from somewhere on the island. No. Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, clearly, the, like, original guy was crazy. I don't understand why the nephew's, like, still hanging around. But, <laughs> I mean, if you're on an island. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, <laughs> you, if you're sitting someplace and it's really, really quiet, your mind starts to go a little loopy and you start, like, like the deprivation tanks. You get in and there, you know, you know that there's long like enough, these you, you start to hallucinate. Stories that this stuff is supposed to be happening exactly and so sometimes you just kind of freak yourself out but one of the other weird things that they they hear on this island is you can hear a cane like you can hear someone like walking with a cane and julian used a cane when he was alive i mean that makes sense because so he was like think in his 80s still walking yeah so people think that it's him just walking around the island so there was a shrine that Julian had made for one of his favorite dolls, which is weird that he had a favorite doll. And it's also includes the original doll that he found in 1950. So there is a shed on the island that does have these two dolls. And it's So his favorite doll is not the AF. original doll? No, there's another doll that he got. I'm not quite sure where he where got it, get these but it is from? his favorite doll. I mean, I don't know if he just like would go into town and like dig through the trash. I mean, I don't know. Most of them seem like they came from people would buy them or give them to him, and then like keep because he traded them for. It's all the, so weird to me. I just can't. so I think that's where a bulk. <laughs> I just can't wrap my head around it. I mean, they were literally using. They were using dolls as trading fodder. Like, I don't, that just sends a shiver down my spine. I don't quite understand it myself, but it is what they did, weirdly enough. I mean, I guess that's kind of good for them because they could just dig through the trash and be like, oh, look, I found this doll for free. And so I can go get pumpkins for free. And he's like more than willing to do so because he wants those dolls so badly. So this, these were, they're in a shed. And like I said, the shed is super creepy. That's where the most activity happens. It's where you can hear the cane. It's where you, the dolls, I've seen videos where like the dolls are moving or they mm -hmm. go, you know, to put, people go no. to place more dolls in there and no. they'll, they'll hear something. I mean, it's, it's just 
a whole nope island because it's also like it's super super infested with spiders too oh no and not like tiny little itty bitty ones like huge throw jesus at them spiders like they're everywhere there's probably like three spiders per doll on that island i mean it's absolutely not poor like you oh god it's terrifying it's terrifying it makes it it makes it that even like creepier because of the fact that like these dolls are covered in spider webs and god knows what else from being out in the in the elements but you could just like walk up to see one and there's like there's like a spider crawling out of its eye i mean nope but in saying that it is still open for tours to this day is a four-hour boat ride and a tour of the island and it's 75 dollars. i think i'm gonna have a hard pass hard pass on that trip for me i will be at the beach you can go on the creepy tour i'm gonna get my tan on (laughs) yeah i mean as much as i really want to go as much as i want to see haunted places and there's different like museums and there's different i don't know just haunted places that i want to see museums houses all the different stuff this is probably one of the only places where i have no want to go to for sure like tons of places that i would love to go see and like encounter this one is probably like last on my list so far of places that I yeah for sure <laughs> me too uh, well because I mean it, it's just it's got such like a sus background I mean they've never found the body of this chick he puts himself isolated in an island but still wants contact with his family he goes completely bonkers and just collects all of these like trash bin dolls and decorates his entire island with them then he gets just found. seems like he wanted notoriety. I mean, he, he could have had a heart attack. I mean, again, I have I'm no idea. I'm not convinced and he didn't make up this whole story just, and now everyone just thinks it's haunted. A part of me, and here's like my wild, like out of left field, probably is not even anywhere close. But here's my theory on it. He was possessed by something before he even went to the island. Okay. And so he was just so over over the top with his religious beliefs because he was trying to get whatever was possessing him out. And so he was just trying to be like the super holy man to try to rid his body of whatever because he was just scared because he had his wife and his kids. So he went and secluded himself because he was too scared to get help from like the church. And so he was getting ridiculed for it. And so instead of just coming forward and being like, oh, I think I'm possessed, he just put himself on an island. He still wanted to have contact with them, but he was too scared to get help. So he figured, okay, well, I'll just let, I'll just remove myself. I don't want to hurt anyone, so let me go here. And that's when the, the entity or whatever it was that was possessing him just like really took over. And because that's what some people think. A lot of so his close family and friends ended up thinking that he was possessed by something. Okay. Which is what led him into this crazy, like, insanity of collecting dolls. 
So I think that it all started beforehand. And the story of this little girl is because it was something that was very negative that was just fronting itself as a girl. And so he made up this whole story to try to make it seem like it was, you know, true. I mean, it's still a stretch. But the whole I thing think is that weird. he was, <laughs> I think that th- the whole thing is weird. So I just, I think that in my mind, he brought something to that island and the island didn't bring anything to him. And so the dolls and people thinking that the dolls are possessed, that the dolls have spirits. I think that has to do from whatever he brought and he released on that island. But I also think, like you said, demons attach themselves. They present themselves as innocent things. Children, specifically little girls for some reason. And dolls are a child's toy. It's an innocent thing that children play with. And lots of dolls get possessed. And I think that... Yes, they do. Either he was possessed or he was sensitive to the supernatural. He came to this island, this demon attached itself to him, presenting as this little girl, and then this doll shows up, probably also a manifestation of the demonic. And then he adds more dolls to it, so he's just giving the demonic entities more to, like, feed on. I mean, they grow when you give them the energy right like they become more powerful when you're acknowledging them and when you're feeding into i mean it seems like (laughs) yeah i i I feel like he it could it could just be that he just he's very vulnerable Mm -hmm. and so something took advantage of the fact that he is so vulnerable and maybe he did find the body of a little girl and when he was so distraught and he was so vulnerable in that moment that that's what whatever was on that island decided that he would be the good a good vessel for it. I mean, it was it was built by the Aztecs. Who's to say that he didn't disrupt something by moving onto this island oh, that was sure. built by the Aztecs? For sure. That since then hadn't been used for anything. And it was probably sacred ground for them. Random man who got like ostracized, like exactly. So I mean, it couldn't be. It might not be a demon. It could just be a curse from the ancient Aztecs. I mean, we don't know what they did on that land. We don't know what happened to it. There's a gap somewhere between when those canals and that island was used as a garden and to when Julian moved in there in the 1950s. I mean, we have no idea. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of different things that could have happened. And the unfortunate part is, is just we will never know. All we know is what his nephew says happened we don't even know who saw the doll. Like We don't even know, like, if he's telling the truth about the doll. Like, did he f- really find it in the river? Or did he go and get it? Or did a demonic entity place it there to try to trip him up? I mean, again, we have no clue. But all we know now is that the evidence that is still collected today is that these dolls move. They whisper to each other. You hear footsteps in a cane, and apparently you hear the voice of a little girl. So if you want to check it out for yourself, pay $75 when you get to Mexico City, and you can go on a four-hour tour of this haunted island of dolls. Not me. I'll be catching a tan. Yeah, I you, you, know. That's one place. I mean, this I can handle some This is one time I'm going to pass up. I don't like marionette dolls, though. 
I don't do those. No way. I had a friend whose dad was a ventriloquist when I was a kid, and he would perform at her birthday parties. And I kid you not, I was terrified of this man until I was at least 16. Yeah, no, I I can't I cannot handle marionette dolls. My mom had one, and I think it was like Pinocchio or something. I don't know. It was creepy as hell. She kept this thing in the my closet, and I remember like no. trying to hide it under like clothes and like put it places because this thing unacceptable terrified me. I do not like those things. I don't really like triloquists. The yes talking. I don't yes. That's what my friend's dad was. Yeah, I was can't. Freaky. I, I can't do that. Nope. I would have been terrified. Like, I mean, okay. I love Jeff Dunham. I think he's hysterical. Well, old Jeff Dunham. I haven't seen anything he's in lately, but like, I oh, went yeah. with was my hilarious. aunt. He's hysterical, and I've gone and seen him like put on a show, and that was hysterical. But like, any other ones? Nope. Especially at a five-year-old's birthday party, okay? It is not appropriate. No. It it is not. It is. It is terrifying. There are two places that I would never want to go investigate. Island of Dolls is one of them. Just And not necessarily because of all the dolls, but because of all the spiders. I couldn't handle the spiders. And getting there is ridiculous. And getting there is just ridiculous, too. And God forbid you go on a day and it thunderstorms and then you're stuck outside in the wet rain with spiders and dolls. Like, that just does not sound like on a On a man-made time. island that could give way at any time. On a man-made island. And then hearing some 80-year-old with cane walk around and apparently some, like, little girl like that. That just says nope all over it. Nope. No, ma'am. No, sir. No way. I, I could never do that. And I could never do... The Clown Motel. I am so oh, I definitely do afraid of clowns. I don't do clowns either. Like, I don't at all. do clowns. I, I, the, the ventriloquist no. friends, the dad that was a ventriloquist also dresses up as a clown. It was like an all around like terror for me. That just sounds like something out of one of my nightmares. I'm sorry. He's a very sweet man, but he terrified me as a child. I, and for valid reasons too. It oh, all no. goes back to whoever let me watch it when I was like seven. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's the weird thing. I love it. And I loved, what was it? Bozo the Clown? Did you ever watch Bozo? I did and I didn't like it. I, I didn't mind Bozo and I I don't mind Pennywise. I love all of the It movies. But it's just like normal like circus clowns. Like, I would hide I, in fear when I went to the circus. I love scary movies. If it has a clown in it, it's a no for me. <laughs> I, you know, you know what terrified me? It was, like, right when I moved back here and there was that whole, like, people the finding weird. The, yes. And there are all these weird clowns, like, showing up in parks. Like, oh, God. I can't. I cannot. I cannot do. Okay. So, but I have a very valid reason for not liking clowns. My mom thought, as any parent would think, especially back in the 90s when you didn't have as many options, this was like 93, 94, she thought it'd be a good idea to like have a clown themed party for me and like have a clown come and, you know, perform tricks and stuff. When I tell you this clown showed up 
drunk and he didn't even have he didn't even have like the red like curly hair he had like lime green like stick up albert einstein hair and he brought paper to like make paper animals and stuff but he made me a pair of underwear with this paper (laughs) and from that moment on i was traumatized that's hilarious and i can't do clowns anymore there's a there is a vhs somewhere which for listeners who don't know a vhs is what we used to have to record our videos on and it's this big thick on our giant camcorders on the giant camcorders these are the things that you had to rewind and you could you only afford it if you were very well off yeah these things camcorders were there was a camcorder recording on a vhs somewhere probably still in my mother's house of that clown and it was a nightmare and i I mean my mom just took me to chuck e cheese and mcdonald's because yes in the 90s you could have your birthday party at mcdonald's and there were all these dress-up characters and i'm pretty sure this is where my fear of things that dress up (laughs) came from honestly animatronic things at chuck e cheese and the weird dress-ups go google if you do not know go google the 90s mcdonald's i don't know characters they were creepy oh would they have the hamburglar yes and my mom always had my birthday party there what was the green or not the green the purple dude i don't remember but he was horrifying the hamburglar is the only one whose name i remember also, Ronald McDonald is a and clown, a and that dude. probably is where I'm scared of all of this. Yep, that too. In the dress-up people at McDonald's, I was very traumatized. But the thing is, too, is back then, they weren't, like, realistic. They were just horrifying. They looked nothing like yes. these things do now. Horrifying. They were absolutely traumatized. No wonder we had phobias of these things. And the McDonald's ones looked like your mom had made it at home on her sewing machine. (laughs) They weren't even good costumes, guys. (laughs) No, they weren't. And that's you also need to Google the 90s Chuck E. Cheese animatronics because, again, they look nothing like they did today. They, no. I used to be so scared of those Although things, Although I too. will not lie, when we had your son's birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese when he was like five, I think, was still a little scared. I don't know if you remember he wanted to go closer, and I was like, Aunt Brittany doesn't go closer to animatronics. Sorry, he bud. Wanted to go, he wanted to go like up on stage, and I'm like, peace, you're on your own, because I'm not doing that. We're like, maybe odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, enough of our therapy session. I can't I can't do those things. I don't know. Because Lord it, it knows just... our therapists are getting enough money from that. <laughs> Seriously. All of these things like back from the nineties like seemed like such good ideas and they are just not good ideas. Most of the things back in the nineties look like if you just kind of scrounged around your house to find things that might be able to make it and then you're like oh that's good enough and that's just kind of basically what it was like (laughs) basically but but on to better things we have a new patron on our patreon yay 
Liz. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, Raquel, for joining us over on our Patreon. We are so happy to have you, and we very much appreciate the support. Yes, thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited about that. So am I. Um, if you want to join us on our Patreon, you can search for us now. We had a little glitch. Sarah took care of it, so we are now searchable. You can also find us on Instagram at Truly Creepy and on Twitter at Truly underscore Creepy. And we have a Gmail that you can send us emails just to say hi, send us listener stories. We'd love to hear from you guys. Truly Creepy Podcast at gmail.com. I have something exciting to tell you that I forgot to tell you about. Oh, do tell. I watched Mulan. <gasps> yes. And it it's was time. so good. It was okay, so I good. I am very sad that it took you 32 and a half years to watch Mulan. I know. I don't know why. I just was just like, oh, I mean, I don't really like musicals. I mean, I like a lot of like the Disney, but sometimes like some of the songs, I'm just like, oh, God. So I don't know why with that one, I was just like, eh, I don't know. That could just be one. I mean, everyone always said it was good. I mean, even... My okay, husband but Mulan was like, is probably no, it's really good. the best from our childhood. It was so good. It was way more funny than I thought it would be. Did you and watch it with the kids? No, I didn't watch it with the kids. What were they doing? I think they were doing some school stuff. All right, well, your new homework is to watch it with your kids. You can make it schoolwork. Yeah, they need to watch it. They watched a little bit of it. They're actually watching the new Lightyear movie right now. Haven't seen that one yet. I heard hit or miss on that. Yeah, we'll have to see what they say. The last one that they showed me that they were really loved was Encanto. And I always, again, heard everyone like, oh, the the soundtrack, okay, like, the I soundtrack love Encanto. is so good. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I listened to that album on repeat on Spotify yes. for like a good yes. two and a half, three weeks. Like that's all I listened to surface pressure is my favorite song such a good song <laughs> i i cannot get enough of that movie all right while we're on the topic of disney i need a princess and the frog too yes tiana Absolutely. worked so hard to get that dang restaurant i need to know what happens girl what she needs she needs to just combine efforts with ratatouille and just make this like epic restaurant that's what i want to see i think ratatouille would be a great disney princess i love that movie too little tiara for him i love ratatouille oh my god that would be so cute um, fun fact ratatouille uh cooks better than sarah and i both so absolutely <laughs> imagine how that went when we were roommates yeah, yeah that was like that thing i tagged you in you know it's good when yeah. the fire alarm goes off most accurate meme ever. <laughs> Mostly because Sarah would start dinner and then go like lay down for a minute and like take a little nap. I was so tired working I mean, it's hard as raising you know. tiny humans and working it, and it was hard working with tiny humans while raising tiny humans and then coming home as you well know. It's yes. just, it's a whole a another ballgame. It's a lot. 
But you know, have you ever seen? I don't. I don't is it a Disney movie? It might be a Disney movie. Coraline. Have you seen Coraline? I love Coraline. Oh God, I love Coraline too. That she's like the only Tim doll, and I think it's Disney. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would, you know, uh, I love that Nightmare movie. But Christmas I think I, is Disney. So. I love that movie because I love Tim Burton. So I think that that one doesn't freak me out because of that. Yeah, she is. They have her doll at target that's like looks just like her little one that she carried like around i don't want the doll okay i just i i love that doll that doll is absolutely one that i would have she's like 30 bucks so i don't have her because it's like it literally is like a replica of like the little one with the button eyes that she like carried around with her yeah and i I think i want her yeah i want her but yeah, she's like the only doll that I can. And also on the island of doll, there's like one random teddy bear, like That's up weird. in a tree. That poor teddy bear. I know. There's like there's literally it's all dolls. Although it's for, like, probably the haunted of all. Creepy ass. Ma- Let's see. You know what? I'm gonna see if I can find this while we're while we're still recording, so you can see it for yourself. Because this thing is like horrifying. I'm more horrified that you're going to send me all the pictures for this and I'm going to have to put them on the Instagram and the Patreon. Oh, you absolutely are. Let's see if I can find a picture of it. And then they're going to be on my phone and I'm going to be scarred for life. Okay, so this is Every time I look for pictures, they're going to be on there. This isn't the one that's on the island because I can't find a picture of that one specifically. If you guys go and watch, again, BuzzFeed Unsolved, they go to the Island of Dolls and you can see the Mickey Mouse on there. Um, But this was what it, this is what it's supposed to look like. Does Ghost Adventures do? Oh, that's so creepy. That's a Mickey Mouse. That's not even a teddy bear. Well, no, that's the Mickey Mouse and then they have a brown teddy bear. Ghost Adventures... Ghost Adventures does go to the Island of Dolls as well, but I cannot find the episode. If you go in and look it up, it says it's season 10, but then if you go look at another Discovery Plus page, it says it's season 9, and then when you go on to Discovery Plus itself, the episode isn't on there, period. And the weird thing about on Discovery Plus, there's no season 10 at all. Oh, that's weird. It has every right, Zach season except for 10. to help us out with this? Yes. I really want to watch it again because what that was a good it? episode. What episode is it? It doesn't say. And, and then I saw there was a video somewhere where it says return to the Island of Dolls. But I don't ever remember them going there more than once. Because I remember they freaked out because they interviewed Julian's nephew. Okay. And they like walked around the island with him. And I remember one part, it was at night and they were in a shack and they thought that they saw a body laying in the bed. And they all like freaked out and they're like, oh my God, is that a body? And it like wasn't, it was just a bunch of blankets. But like they caught, I think, and then they they probably left Aaron on the island by himself, right? So I think they might have put him in the shed with the original doll, but they did catch, I think they did catch like a growl. You could hear the footsteps with the cane. Like, you could hear, like, that walking around. It was just, the whole island itself gives off this really creepy vibe. And I I really think that it's the land itself and not necessarily, like, Julian. Probably. If it goes back to the Aztecs, I would say it's probably related. But then again, at the same time, like, his nephew is living on this island and isn't having any issues. 
So maybe it was him himself that's cursed. That's why I'm thinking my whole spiel about he had something attached to him before he even got to the island and the island just like made it worse. That's what I'm going to go with. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, that's that's just what I'm going to go with. But all in all, dolls are creepy. Indeed, they are. Marionette dolls are the worst. I can't do that NSYNC video where they're the marionette ventriloquist dolls. Oh, yeah, that one. That one is. All that. I can picture the whole, like, dance routine and everything with JT's ramen hair. (laughs) The ramen hair. Yeah, I can't. I can't do that. But when I can do... Yeah, I want to ask you. See, after we went off on this massive, massive squirrel, trying um, to bring us back Brittany, around, you have bring us. We tried, but we just got off on another tangent. Um, we like our squirrels. Do you guys. Have an, we do. We really do, and you probably appreciate them as well. So you're welcome. Do you have an idea of what you're doing your next podcast? I'm going to surprise you. I have an idea, but I want to see if there's enough info for it to be a whole episode. So, okay. Well, it's going to be a mystery then. I'm excited. I like I like to be surprised. I like to surprise. <laughs> Woohoo! I can't wait. So, yeah, so that was my episode. A lot to think about. I would love to hear other people's ideas and what they think is going on with this island. If it's truly haunted, if it was Queen that brought it. Or truly creepy. Write us on Instagram, Twitter, email, or become a patron and chat with us on there as well. You can leave comments, you can message us, you can talk to our little community, and we would really appreciate it. Get lots more of our side tangents. Lots more of our side tangents. Lots more. So we thank everyone that has stuck through this podcast and is still here listening <laughs> thank you for sticking with us and thank if you, you for supporting enjoy us, us uh share subscribe we'd love to hear yes. from you guys we would love to so thank you for tuning in make sure to check out our social media you can now find us on patreon if you just search truly creepy and we can't wait to hear from you guys and i can't wait to hear from you next week Brittany. i am very excited All right. Well, we will talk to you guys later. Bye.